How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Welcome back. Another episode. We're back in 1966, Adam West Batman territory. Um, we got two episodes we're going to talk about today featuring the one and only Liberace, which that's the part I'd forgotten about when we mentioned it last time. But uh, yeah, no we, kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. But we got uh, the devil's fingers and um, uh, something lingers. Hang on. Sorry. I thought I had the, the other one written down. The dead ringers. That's what it is. The dead devil's ringers, fingers okay. and the dead ringers, which, yeah. So this whole time I'm like I don't remember this at all from reading just from reading the brief like little synopsis of the episode I was like I don't remember this at all as soon as the episode started I was like oh no no I remember this episode I I, I remember yeah. this episode <laughs> I bet you do it's, it's quite a memorable one for it a is, couple of reasons it is uh, uh Liberace is the villain and yeah th- there, to be honest there's a lot of unique elements to this episode and so I'm sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh to talking about it both it's not not to start talking about it now but this might be the most confusing to dissect episode of this entire show so far oh good i'm glad it wasn't just me then like is it good is it bad like there's so much to talk about with this episode that i can't wait to go so far this is the nicholas cage of batman 66 episodes so <laughs> that's fair i'm uh i'm looking forward to that so make sure and stick around uh, to talk about that, but we have some other stuff we're going to get to. We're going to talk about movies we've watched, and uh, also we got to talk about the Mandalorian, and we got to talk about other news going on. I I didn't think there was going to be much news coming into today, but then all of a sudden today, because we're recording this on Thursday, well, big bombshell. Warner big. Brothers all movies in 2021 going to come out on HBO Max and theaters at the same time. Now. What I do you know if that means like the way Disney Plus did it, or is it gonna be like free to stream, or is it you pay for the streaming service and then have to pay for to watch the movie too? Do you know? Well, from from what I've seen is that um, uh, Wonder Woman is not gonna be like Mulan where you like then have to pay for the rental as well. Apparently, okay. what I saw, okay. what I saw at least with Wonder Woman is that as long as you have HBO Max, you're good. Okay, that's um, that's what I wasn't sure. Just from the the quick things that I read, I I wasn't sure if that was the case. It kind of sounded like that, but I was like, right, really? That that's just baffling. But I don't know if that's gonna be the case with their whole twenty twenty one film slate. But I imagine well, it made it, would it be- seem like everything was the same. Like it didn't make it seem like some were gonna like it. It seemed like it was a blanketed thing. Like it didn't seem like there yeah. was gonna be different exceptions based on what the movies were. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think that's going to be their plan. I, obviously, Wonder yeah. Woman's going to be the big guinea pig, and they're, they're going to see how that goes. And then, who knows? They could be like, oh, you know what? We, we were kidding about the whole yeah. streaming thing. Like, if it underperforms. But sure, to sure. me, this is like their, their big, obviously, pitch to get people to sign up for their, their streaming service. And that's quite the pitch. That is a heck of a pitch. That is. Yeah, it is. But I I don't know. That's, um, I mean, man, it's a that is theaters, pretty much. Well, but again, this is a, I mean, we'll see, but this is supposedly a temporary thing for the year 2021, because obviously I doubt everything's going to be normal, you know, throughout all of, I mean, I know everything's not going to be normal throughout all of 2021. So I I think 
It really depends, probably, on just what happens and how they do financially in the year 2021, what's going to happen moving forward. But if they do really well, you might be right. We might be seeing a big shift away from movie theaters, but I highly doubt they're going to be more profitable than when they just release their movies in theaters. So I, I would expect it to go back at, at whenever this all starts to subside. I, I hope so, but I, I just, I don't know. It's so There's just so much movie. Like, there's so much money in the movie theaters. All the money is in the movie theaters, right? Like, I just don't, oh, totally. I don't see, even if this might, I really don't see this being more profitable. I, I just don't. I, I can't see it now. Yeah, even, like, even if you do the whole, oh, you still have to pay 20 bucks or 30 bucks to rent it. Like, most people aren't going to be willing to pay that. So right. you're not going to make money. But then especially... If you're only signing up for the subscription, which is what, like ten dollars or something around there, probably. Yeah, I was gonna ask that too. I don't know how much it is for HBO Max. I don't know either. I mean, I've I've had little interest because so far the only selling point for that streaming service has been the Snyder Cut. Right. That's not saying much, but this, however, this is completely different. Yeah, th- and, this uh, changes funny. things. Oh, totally. It was funny because, like, you know, they announced all the movies that were coming to it. I'm like. I'm like, wow, they didn't announce Batman. And I'm like, oh, God, it comes out 2022. in 2022. <laughs> yeah. I was so right. mad. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But no, it's it's really funny to see how, like, uh, I mean, like, Warner Brothers has just now upped the ante on on um, Disney Plus because this, yeah. this is huge. Because Disney Plus so far has not made any announcement about, like, what they're going to do with the Marvel movies, like Black Widow and stuff. Yeah. So they're, like, they're in limbo I, right I, now. I, I feel like this is probably the ultimatum for that. Yep. to be exactly what's going to happen so totally because yeah especially how people react to wonder woman if it's like you know millions of people stream it on 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 christmas sure. or the week of it's like then disney is gonna be like okay we're just at this point we're losing money just by waiting and sitting on this film yeah yeah well and that's and that's another thing with, with doing this like this makes this makes perfect sense this makes 100 sense i'm surprised it took a company this long to uh to do this because it, it just it just does. They just had a whole year where they got zero. Nothing. They got nothing in. So yeah. they look at that and they're like, okay, we can't do that again. So even if this means we're halving or more the value of the movies, we've already made these movies. Like the money's spent. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. go- that that's gone. So pretty much the entire slate of 2021 movies is already done and in the can or yeah. or being edited. But you know all the stuff is done. So. If they don't do something, they're just going to lose that much more like they did this year. So for this year, this makes perfect sense. Now, the real surprise will be the next year, how many movies are able to get made, you know, next year, how much they want to commit to making movies this upcoming year. Like that'll be that'll be a whole different thing. But but as of this year, this makes 100 percent sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, I I still uh, I, I'm holding out hope that things go back to normal because I, oh, I don't sure. care about streaming. Because like even as much as I want to see Dune, I want to see that in the theater. I want to see it in IMAX. Yep. I don't want to see it even on a good TV like I have. Like it just it's not the same. So I'm I'm hoping things go back. But you're right. I mean, you right now the the model for the last couple of years has been the box office for your big movies is what is what um gives money to make the the your your upcoming movies so yeah. i mean if that is a fraction of what's going to be because of covid and because of streaming it's like yeah what movies are going to get greenlit after this so it, yep i mean we're really just in unprecedented times in terms of the movie industry the other thing is they, they put out the list of 2020 movies and i'm like nope nope 
nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. Like there's literally there's there's literally two I'm even remotely looking forward to, and it's uh, Suicide Squad and Matrix Four. Even though Matrix oh. Four, I'm sure it's gonna suck. Um, oh, it will suck, yeah. But like those are the only two I would probably even have gone to see. I mean, I'd probably see Dune, but I have no ties to that whatsoever, so. I'm not super. I'm not super excited for that, but I mean, like, I'll see it. But oh yeah, none of these, like, none of these interest me. So I was like, well, this is a good idea, but also like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I didn't see the full list, but the like the only two I was tracking already to begin with because I do want to see them are actually Dune and and Suicide Squad. Like, sure. I don't, yeah, I don't care about Matrix Four, especially for the <laughs> dumb title, like. We we go from each of the Matrix movies having a subtitle, and then just not uh, Matrix Four. Yeah, who cares? And it's like the only reason that movie. Okay, is it's better than it them literally calling it the Matrix, which is now what they're doing with movies, That's where true. they're just calling That's them true. the same thing. Or they would get Why? rid of it, just be Matrix. No, like, no, no, yeah, no. They've been that. doing it now. Halloween, literally, was Halloween. Yep. You know how hard it is to just search on Rotten Tomatoes the first Halloween movie. It's yep. hard. The and Predator. Now they're doing it with Scream. Uh, Scream oh, nice. Five is called Scream. It's ah, like, that's so what dumb. is wrong? Why? Why? I don't understand the stupidity behind that. Although I am looking forward to Scream Five, even though Scream Four sucked, I'm still looking forward to Scream Five because it's David Arquette, and I'm looking forward to anything. Oh, I saw Mob Town for crying out loud. Um, but anyway, so that that's the big news of the day of the week. Yeah. Obviously, that's huge. Um. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what uh we'll see how stuff moves forward. I would not expect we go more than a week without Disney Plus announcing the same thing. Um, yeah. Speaking yeah, of Disney we'll Plus, did you see that uh, Jeremy Renner posted? It looked like a set photo of uh, the oh, Hawkeye yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, because I guess it's confirmed now that Haley Steinfeld is, of course, Kate Bishop, which, which is not that much I'd, of a surprise. I don't give two craps. I'm sorry, I. Hawkeye is my like Hawkeye is my third favorite her. superhero of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't give two craps about Kate Bishop. I just don't. I, I mean, yeah. she's okay. I don't hate her. I don't hate the character. It's fine. It's like, it's like Miles Morales. It's like I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I just. I, I. I just don't care. She doesn't bring anything for me. Like. No. Like obviously that that fraction aha. Uh, Hawkeye run for a couple for like a couple years was phenomenal um, back like in 2012 13 that comic run was amazing but by the end they really started using a ton of Kate Bishop and I was like I I don't, I don't care I don't care about these stories I don't I don't care about the ones with Kate Bishop well no Kate in those comics she is they don't do like an origin like she is always around but just she's not in the first couple of volumes as much and then by the third they really start to add her in i'm just like ah i just don't i lose interest don't really care so that's as as excited as i am and we're finally getting something with hawkeye especially because i really like jeremy renner's hawkeye even though it's wrong well yeah usually it's not it's not his fault no the the wrong parts are not his fault he plays the character really well for the most part um so as excited as i am for that I know it's just going to be a transition piece for yep. a girl Hawkeye. So th- the difference is at least it's, you know, it's not like 
I don't know. It, it's it's not like we're gender swapping the character. So yeah, that, just out of nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so you know, it's not as annoying as maybe as some other things. Maybe we're not recasting. You know that type yeah. of thing. So you know, it is what it is. I'm still looking forward to it. it, it I'm still going to watch it, and hopefully, we at least get some good Hawkeye stuff. But you know, it's it's going to yeah. be. It looks like it's going to be filmed now. So that's I guess I guess that's good. But. Yeah, some I, I like the actors, but yeah, I, I don't yeah. care about Kate Bishop. Who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, this type of the character in this a TV show standpoint will be better than comic form. Who who knows? But Probably. anyway, yeah. just that yeah. I saw that. Uh, I think the yesterday I saw that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, I uh, I don't. Is there? I don't think. I don't know of any more news. Do you have any more news? I'm just trying to think. Uh, I, was, I was going through Twitter the last couple of days. I think that's pretty much the big stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah obviously, now everyone's just talking about you know HBO Max, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I hope so. Oh, another <laughs> I thing I, w- I was I thought about earlier. This reminds me. Th- this seems very very similar to what WWE did back in 2014 when they came out with the WWE Network, their big streaming platform. And they started, they were like, they started with WrestleMania and were like, all of our pay-per-views are now going to be on this. You pay 10 bucks a month and you can get all of our pay-per-views, which Mm -hmm. the way it was before they did one pay-per-view every month. So 12 a year. And it was like 50 bucks, like, you know, pay-per-view price each month. Yeah. yeah. So that was a huge change to the way wrestling stuff happened. And, um, I know they've been going back and forth over the years of it being successful and not successful, it seems to be at least ingrained enough where I don't think it's going to go away. So I, I, it's working enough, but I know it took a while for that to really start sure. to do anything. Um, but that to me, that's what this seems like. It, it like it's on, obviously it's, it's a bigger level overall, but as far as like the, the price difference and stuff like that, this seems very comparable to that where, yeah. you know, cause you're going from something that they're pay- having to pay 12 times a year, 50 bucks for to, you know, 50 bucks or, you know, like 120 bucks for the whole year. So, yeah, that's it seems to be kind of on that that level. So that it just seemed like a that was the closest thing I could think of to, to what to what they're doing. But it just made me oh, think sure. of that it doesn't mean anything. It just made me think of it. Um, I've I've just been focused on wrestling this week because Sting came back in AEW and it was a huge deal. Uh Oh. At last night's show. But anyway, um, that's not what this podcast is. That's my other podcast, Behind the Grill. You can check that out. That comes out on Mondays, unless we are too busy. But um, anyway, follow us on Twitter at Behind underscore Gorilla and Instagram. Um, you can follow this podcast on Twitter as well, at Uncaped Review. I always say it yeah. at the end. should probably start saying that, that at the beginning. But anyway, yeah. go ahead and do that. Um, okay, so speaking of... HBO Max. We can shift over to the counterpart, Disney Plus. Yes. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. Um All right. This is uh this is interesting. Now we talked about this last time. The show is is it's going up. Like it started real low, first two episodes, not that great, especially the second episode. Oh. But third episode, a lot better, introducing the other Mandalorians and, and that type of stuff. You built the world some. Well, they, you know, they upped it again with this next one where they introduced Ahsoka Tano, which we knew was coming, but I didn't expect it this early. I don't think anyone expected it this early. They expected that to be probably more of a, you know, last episode thing. Yeah. So that was kind of a surprise. 
Sure. And, and especially right away in the episode. It wasn't even yeah. like we had to wait, you know, half the episode to find her. It was like, no, first scene. Yeah, that was real refreshing. The way they did this episode was very refreshing. Um, I, I enjoyed this episode a, a lot. Mm-hmm. The end kind of confused me, but um, you're not the only one. But overall, I liked it. I'm obviously, I obviously we love Rosario Dawson on this show, and um, sure. and she, Bring I think she's, double. yeah, 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 and I think she's phenomenal. I've liked her in everything I've seen her in, and um, I, I can't speak to the Ahsoka character because I didn't watch Clone Wars. I've seen, I don't know, maybe right. ten episodes or something. Um, so I'm not, I have no connection with the character at all. I only know. From the few things, few episodes I've seen, and then the few things I've heard from other people talking about it, but it seems like they did a good job with the character. But I can't comment on that. I know you've watched the show, so I guess how'd they do with the character? I I mean, in terms of the look, she looks great. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. makeup is fantastic. It does. And, and, it does. And um, and Rosario Dawson like handles the character really well. But like in terms of like personality and stuff, I mean. It, it's kind of different from how she was in Clone Wars because she's like very young and kind of. Because I didn't immature. like the character for what I saw in Clone Wars. She really annoyed me. At first, yeah, but she she gradually gets better. Okay. Um, oh, that's good. But um, yeah. So like, from the diehard Ahsoka fans, apparently you know, they say Rosario Dust did a great job. So there, there's like no issue with that. My issue uh-huh. with Ahsoka is that even though the character is fine and a, and a fine addition to the Star Wars lore, I just hate how ever since. Dave Filoni is so obsessed with like shoehorning her into every yeah. piece of like Star Wars to the point where like it, yeah. it messes up the the timeline where it's like no yeah. she was around during Luke so that's something yep. I guess yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, you know what I'm talking about cause look I'm the ultimate person on that crap like I that's oh yeah that'll ruin stuff for me um yeah that, that's what kind of took me out of the episode to be honest that never really crossed my mind much watching it for some reason normally that stuff does um but but yeah no that that's a very valid point the the part that worried me and this has nothing to do with the episode or the show or anything just the massive amount of speculation that that now has happened i swear if we see anybody else play luke skywalker on this show or anything else Mm -hmm. i'm gonna freaking flip I don't care what I don't care what Sebastian Stan looks like. I I don't care what anything. I don't care. No, 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 no. I don't care if it fits with the show. I don't care. No, please. No. And again, and to be fair, it it like it it, story wise, it should happen because he's now the new in charge of the galaxy rebuilding like you would think in yeah. story it makes sense, but in reality, please <laughs> no. Like we already ruined Han. We already did that with Han Solo and it was a disaster. Let's. Oh, it's terrible. I just I, that's just that's just the uh, the locked guarded heart of Mark who's obsessed with the original Star Wars movies, not wanting that. And it's not even retconning because this is after those movies. So right, right. It's just, well, here's the, it's just, here's it's just. I just, there's just no one else, and it. I just don't. I just don't want to see it. I just don't. Well, well, the the here's the bad part is I think, I think they're gonna do it. I know the, they're gonna do the, it, but they're gonna do it because like Dave Filoni and and John Favreau are gonna do it for like good intentions. We're like, oh, we can't let Last Jedi be the last 
impression or last you know, vision we see of Luke. If they so bring Mad Mark Hamill people. and somehow make up or whatever, then I'm in. I'm in. Okay. I, 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 mean, I they am. could. They're, they're, they're de-aging effects at right. Marvel or if they do that, are fantastic. Then I'm in. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Like that. Because story wise, it makes sense. So yeah. if they if they somehow can figure out a way to do that, okay. But I freaking swear, I just don't want to see anyone else. Because again, it's not even like oh, it's a comic book property or oh, it's a book. No, no, no. Pro- no, no, no. It's Mark freaking Hamill. Like that. That's it. So that's that's just me like, being could... selfish, I guess. But that's but just. I think... I have faith they may not because they may not like they want this show to stand on its own and, and again explore the world because right. what we've been playing okay about well maybe not since. even this show but you know like obviously they're going to do an Ahsoka Tano show that's of like course. they just will like and that's fine they like could, I I don't I don't care like it, it's fine care. whatever I like Rosario Dawson I probably watch it um but you know I I feel like that's more of what they would do with a Luke type scenario but. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I just keep seeing that, and I'm just like, I just I just don't. I just don't. I just don't want to see I it. Yeah, I, I don't need it. I just don't. Uh, I do feel bad, to be honest. After all this stuff, I, I feel even more bad and more sympathy for Pedro Pascal. Do you? Even though the guy is a total asshole. Um, the more I, I see other things come out, like, I, I get it. Now Ahsoka's here. Like, yeah. I get it. I totally get how he would start to get... Sidelined. Yeah. I, I get it. I get how he could start to have a bad, like I have a bad, like I get it. I, I do. That, yeah. it, this makes sense because his character is constantly being sidelined, totally, constantly, totally. and um, and it doesn't even have anything to do with the mask. That's just a. I think that's just a side issue of. Oh yeah, you know the, the other that that's just you know on top of you know once once you start to get unhappy everything is a problem like it's right. i feel like it's that thing but i don't blame him i don't i don't blame him for being for being mad about this cuz he has been the character's been treated like crap yeah it feels like disney is just using this show which originally started off as like a cool idea and like a cool character and it's like now they're using it as a crux to like fix yep. all of star wars it's like now people it's like appreciate what you have and oh god it just makes me fear about what they're gonna do to obi-wan you know what it reminds me of a little bit and again and part of me likes that because it's like okay they realize there's a problem and they're they're trying to fix things they know they they know they screwed up you know so part of me appreciates that sure but uh also part of me kind of worries they're trying to do it too fast and it worries like like a dc thing yeah. Where, like, you can't – there's too much damage, man. Like, the ship has sunk. Like, you can't yeah. just start sailing, man. You you first have to pull it out of the ocean. And then you have to start welding the ship back together. Like, yeah. you can't just start sailing. And so I feel like they're trying to push it a little bit too fast, which, again, I get because Disney spent $4 billion. And, you know, so I understand the panic, but – it's like pump the brakes, man. Just make a good show. Like just slow it down. Slow it down. Like I, I like you sticking it to him in, in pieces, but just slow. You know, don't let that get out of control. I'm a little worried yeah. about that. But I'm not gonna lie. I do really like the total nut punch to Ryan Johnson 
and J.J. Abrams in this episode. That made me very happy. That made me very happy. Oh, no, Baby Yoda's been trained for years. I was like, yes, yes. (laughs) Although, again, that also doesn't Uh, make sense because, like, how did he escape the temple? Sure, sure, sure. No, no, no. But I don't even care. I don't care about that. I'll let that slide. I'll let let all of that slide. Look, I I buy that not everyone died. Like, I I buy that that people could escape. I'm all for it. That that's fine, but he's like, no, no, no. He's been trained for years. I was like, suck it, suck it, go jump off a cliff, Ryan. Oh, I was so happy. I was so happy with that. That was nice. Yeah. That was wonderful. That was because that was <laughs> that was really for me. That was my kind. I didn't have too many complaints with the first season of The Mandalorian, and that was kind of the main one. And uh, oh, that baby Yoda could just immediately yeah, do yeah. His, that, yeah. That was yeah, probably yeah, yeah. my number one biggest problem with the show. And, um, they just totally erased that. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. That, that was so nice. That was so nice. Yeah, while doing a little jab at Ray, which is always nice. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That was wonderful. I was, (laughs) I was off for it. But anyway, back to this episode. So that's a few things. Oh, yeah. The other thing uh, I was confused about this episode. The very end. Oh. Uh, Now, I I understand the point. No, no, no. Um, I don't even, I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about, to be honest. But oh, yeah, you and the on. No, no. Uh, oh, yeah, that. No, that was fine. Yeah. No, no, no. That'll be interesting. But again, that that's where I'm worried. Like, slow it down. Like, don't yep, go yep, too yep. fast. Um, no, the um, the whole episode. Now, the episode was was valuable because we learned about Grogu and the child and the background. Yeah. But this episode was another complete waste of time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was like. The whole Go goal was Jedi to find to Jedi. All right, I found a Jedi. Yeah, I don't want to do anything. Go find another Jedi. I was like, what? Exactly. Like, she's like, go to this temple, put him on a thing. He'll put a force beacon out and then someone will come. It's like, one, there aren't supposed to be any Jedis. Two, there's one right here in front of yep. me. Why do I have to go to another place to find ah, a Jedi? Yeah, that, that, that crap I hate. That was the biggest thing with this episode where, I, where once that happened, I was like, what the, what the hell is this? So, so really, we're just here so we can introduce Ahsoka Tano. That's pretty this. much it. Yeah. So that that pissed me off. I was like, "That's dumb," and yeah, it kind no of put a damper on it because I was like, "This episode was great." Basically, other than that, other than it becoming pointless, but at the end, but until then, it was great. The action was yeah, amazing. Thought- the Jedi action was great. The lightsaber action was awesome. Michael Bean was awesome. Yeah, we got to give a shout out. Like this was this was a great episode, and then. You know, learning about learning about the child, that whole thing, the the whole thing of Jedi being Jedi again, and it was yeah, like, no, I can't nice. train him. There's the attachments, all that stuff. Now, I am really getting annoyed with the fact that nobody knows the Jedi. Like, what is that's going on? Yeah. It's so that, annoying. That's why I don't get like because uh, yeah, Dave Filoni and John Favreau have obviously been like you know Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams are terrible. But it's then been twenty five years. Since yeah, the Jedi were around. Perpetu- you know what was 25 years ago, Ian? Stuff. I was born. Yes. 1995 yeah. was 25 years ago. Have yeah. we all forgotten what happened in 1995? No. Yeah. So, it, oh, that drives me nuts. That drives yeah, me I, nuts. I, I'm the same here. It's like, I don't get why they're... They, nobody like, knows who Darth Vader people? was. Nope. Like, I just... Anyway, it just... Eh, that, Again, uh, the, the Star Wars continuity is a freaking mess. It's not as bad as Star Trek, but it is it is a mess. It's uh so that the, the ending of being uh, basically making the whole episode worthless, and then yeah, the uh the the fact that people still don't know who the Jedi are, 
to, other than that, I pretty much enjoyed everything else in this episode. Those are the, those are really the two complaints I would have from this episode. But everything else I thought was I thought was great. Yeah, visually it looked great. I liked the tone. I liked how yep. it was like a little darker setting. I liked the whole the fighting kind of like was awesome. Samurai. Yeah, fighting was great. Um, it was yeah, brutal. It was just, like it made Jedi seem dangerous and yeah, like, yeah, like again, yeah, totally. one Jedi took out everybody. Like it's like that's yeah. that's the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. I I loved that. Um, yeah, I I obviously I loved Michael Bean and um, yeah. that whole thing was awesome with the Mandalorian <laughs> at the that was great that was awesome man Michael Bean can't win man he he needs to stop getting in duels he's not gonna win uh, <laughs> although he did he did do the dumbest like I'm gonna put my gun down right, now right. I'm gonna crack this <laughs> giant smile it's like come on Ringo you know better than that I know I know that's all I could think of I was like man oh, you can't win man you can't win <laughs> if you're if you're in a yeah. gunfight with someone you're gonna lose. Yep. That was uh but but no. But overall I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, so same here. So and you know, so hopefully we keep going. Hopefully we get to a point at some point. That would be nice. Again, <laughs> yeah, episodic is fine, but like it's gotta it's gotta like, build to flow, you know, it's it's hard I you gotta do episodic without it just being Side quest. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a complete side quest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because as, as literally what this was like, you gotta go find Ahsoka. Oh, I found Ahsoka. Now you gotta go find somebody else. It's like, yep. All right, quit, quit digging me around. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting kind of annoying, but it's still a good episode and it's still fun to watch. So it's like, even, even if they keep that going, it'll be annoying. But if they keep putting out, you know, entertaining episodes like this, it, it, you know, it, it'll still at least be, it'll still be worth watching, even if that part's annoying. But um, sure. So anyway, that's enough of that. All uh, right, moving on to the next segment. Have you seen any movies, Ian? Uh, I have finally. Thank goodness. Two. Good lord! It's been like three months. I know. I was looking at my letterbox. I went like all of November without seeing any. Basically, pathetic. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, go for it. What did what, you see? Uh, real quick, I saw two. One that I had been meaning to watch, and then one that I just had on in the background, and and so I technically watched. Uh, the one I had been meaning to watch was The Gentleman, finally, which I know you saw. You hadn't seen that yet? No, no. I, I didn't um, even realize that you hadn't seen that. Yeah, I just bought that, actually. I have, I bought that on DVD the other day. I need yeah, to watch I, it again. I was going to rent it, but then like they did the whole stupid, oh, you can only buy it on Amazon for like 15 bucks. I'm like, oh, what? And then I saw that Showtime had it, so I did the whole seven-day free trial oh. with Showtime. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it because, you know, I'm, I'm, a big guy, Rich, I'm a big guy Richie fan. Um I, I love this his his usual style of like the the British gangster movies more than like you know the big blockbuster. Although I do like the Sherlock Holmes and Man from Uncle. So yeah, um, I need to maybe revisit Sherlock Holmes again because I really enjoyed the uh, that movie when it came out, and then I watched Sherlock, and then went back and watched Sherlock Holmes, and I hated sure. it. So now it's been like long both. enough that I need to watch it again and, and I'll probably like it again but Sherlock was just so yeah. much better it was impossible sure. to to go back to that but I need to go back to it I, I I have it and I need to I need to watch it again they're, they're worth it but yeah no I, I love this one I, I haven't decided if it's my favorite of his yet because I do love rock and roll which I know you haven't seen no. and they're very similar but um but I yeah, don't know I, if I, really... I don't know if it's my favorite it's either that or snatch I, I freaking loved snatch I... I like Snatch, but that's not even one of my favorites. I know that most people like that the most, but um, it, it's awesome. But oh, it's, it's very good. But I, I really like this one. I love the whole cast. I love the Please, story. But but you agree with me? This movie is one hundred percent Colin Farrell steals okay. the show. Every single thing, best part of this movie, 
hands down. Oh, I mean, he's great, but I, I don't know. He's not in it too much. Though. It doesn't matter. He kills it. He kills this movie. No, I, I mean, I, I, he, I, he, I he's him. great. As soon as he came on, I was like, oh, this is a perfect role for him. It um, is. It is. It, it's probably it's my favorite. It's probably my favorite Colin, Colin Farrell performance of all time, and and I really like I really like Colin Farrell, but I absolutely love his character in this movie. I I, I just love. Obviously, I'm a huge McConaughey fan, of course, but I love the Charlie Hunnam and Hugh Grant. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Obviously... Yeah, Char- Charlie Hunnam. He does. He steals it too. He's great. Um, just the one scene where he goes to pick up the one daughter in the in the projects. I love when he's <laughs> in the apartment and smoking a joint and talking about like how kids today don't. Don't know how to do drugs, basically, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I had a total freaking blast watching this movie. Where it's like it's one of those movies where you know you said you you own it. I'm totally gonna go out and get it on Blu-ray. I'm like I'm just dying to watch it again. So, it's um, it's just so much fun. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like the perfect. It reminds movie for me of Kingsman. Do. It reminds me oh, of yeah, Kingsman yeah, with, uh, with the, just the tone. It's an action comedy. That's just so much fun. It, it 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 doesn't it doesn't let itself be restrained by anything. It's yeah. it's a total artistic piece. So it's yep. over the top. It doesn't have to be realistic. Like it's just. Oh. It, it, and obviously the British connection is there too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, that that's the one. It, just visually, the colors. It just reminded me a lot of Kingsman. Yeah, well, like- and, and obviously Kingsman's one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. So yeah, no, I I love the gentleman. That was one of the that was one of the last movies I saw in theaters. Oh wow, yeah, I wish I had, but um, but yeah, no. So I'm, I'm totally gonna buy this movie. Um, and then and then the other movie I saw, which was nowhere near as good, but luckily <laughs> I wasn't really paying too much attention, was the uh, god awful 2014 Rock uh, Hercules movie. I don't know if you ever saw. What it. is with you and what putting the Rock movies on in the background? Like you need to stop I, that. Well, it's like I'm in that hotel and I have been for the last couple of weeks. So like you know, I'll, I'll usually watch a. County Central, which either has like South Park or the Office plane, but then when the Daily Show comes on, I'm like, oh god, I'm not watching that. Right. So I have to find something else. So I go like the movie channels, and usually, like, there's always like a freaking rock movie playing. So like, oh, whatever. of course. So I had, yeah, because there's so many, and you know, so I had it on the background, and even in the background, it's garbage. It's just <laughs> awful because it's Brett Ratner. I mean, it's it's a bastardization of the Her- uh, Hercules tale, right? And just. Mark, I might be done with The Rock for good. I've been done <sighs> with The Rock. Like I've really, I, I've never enjoyed The Rock. I've never watched. Any... I've never again. I, I like him in bit roles. I think he's great yeah. in uh part in part roles. Uh, obviously, like the other guys or Get Smart. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He he's great in those. And there's you know there's a handful of his movies I enjoy, but sure, it's not it's not many. It's not. But it's just not. Like... And and he just doesn't make good movies. Like he just no, he doesn't. That's the thing. He I, makes I like movies the like, where the whole budget goes to the visual effects and him, and yeah. and that, uh, which it works. I mean, it, he's the highest grossing he's actor in Hollywood. So whatever, I mean, it works. But China, it's not for me. Up, yeah, no, no, that, that's why. It's like I like the guy. He's he's charismatic. Sure, but sure. Like, I'm always just like, can you be in better movies? Yeah. And, and lately, it's like the sad part is like his his best movies were the ones he did early on. It's true. It's like now he just it is. Yeah, now his early movies really underrated. Rundown, phenomenal yep. movie. Walking phenomenal movie. Bad. Walking Tall is good. Gridiron Gang yeah. is very underrated. Yeah, that's a good one. Like yeah. he he did a lot of good movies early on, and uh, but smaller, and then. But now he's the yeah movie. yeah he, yeah exactly so. exactly he he's the movie and um. Yeah, no, you're, you're 100% character. right. That's a good way to put it. 
Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a terrible movie. They try to make it like a superhero movie because he has like a team of like heroes with him, and it's, it's just awful. Like, there's not one good thing I can say about it. All right, fair enough. Um, what about you? All right. Well, b- before I I forgot to oh. mention this. I meant to I meant to tell you this the other day, and I kept forgetting. Okay. We need to do our top ten films of 2020. Now it's gonna be hard. Oh, God, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. No kidding. But we still need to do it. So yeah. now yeah. I I I have I I did do it the other day. So um, you got you got the ten. I I did. Now I cheated with one, and technically it says the gentleman came out in 2019, but I'm calling BS because that movie definitely came out in 2020 because I saw it. In I'm gonna have to. Otherwise, um, I have ten and I don't know what else. <laughs> no, I I have I have ten now. <laughs> They're not all good. I have some no bad kidding. movies in my top ten because it wasn't enough. But I, we still we need to do it. We need to do it. I don't. I don't know if I can do a top ten. Like I, do it. I don't even know if I saw ten movies in twenty twenty. That's the same. I think you. Well, I think you did. I really don't think I did. I'm pulling up my movies right now. Well, you saw at least. I didn't, dude. Four. I'm looking right at it. I saw. Yeah. And the I'm gentleman not them counts. On a, on a, I'm I'm counting the gentleman. I have to. <laughs> I'm counting the gentleman. Yeah, dude. I'm looking at it right now. I have like right. five or six. Well, you got seven days to watch five more movies that came out in 2020. Yeah. Well, te- I I got technically I have the whole I have December right because we're gonna do it at least you know 2020. I, at least a whole month. Well, I I don't know if any new any more movies are coming out. So I was like, might as well just do it now. It's gotta be some crap on Netflix coming out. I don't know. <laughs> Because apparently there's still the Oscars. I already have one crap on Netflix on my no on my list. So, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that, that was the other thing. Apparently the Oscars are still happening. It's like, uh, well, okay. it'll be. Hey, this might be the first year worth watching. Because I'm I'm fascinated with what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell you what. Movie I cannot is. wait for Bad Boys for Life to win Best Picture. Yeah, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Like this will be. This might be the most fun Oscars year ever. If we're being honest, so they're not doing virtual, of course, because they're too in love with themselves to do virtual. Oh, for sure. For sure. But uh, anyway, so that that'll be your challenge for the future. And then whenever you finally are able to do that, then we'll then we'll uh, do that. But I do have my top 10. I did it a couple days ago. So uh, (sighs) that's interesting. So anyway, so that'll be coming at some point soon. Um, All right. So my movies, I saw four movies this week. Um. I know. Uh, sometimes I just go on a roll of watching new movies, I and uh, I watched. I finally got two Burt Reynolds movies I've been meaning to watch because, again, I have not seen enough Burt Reynolds movies, and I realized mm. that uh, back when he died, I was like, "Holy crap! I haven't. Even, I have not seen nearly enough Burt Reynolds movies." So I finally watched The Longest Yard. Oh, fantastic, yeah. fantastic <laughs> movie. I loved it. It was great. He's. It's just. It's another perfect Burt Reynolds being Burt Reynolds character in a movie where it's just, it's just awesome. He's great. The opening car chase is awesome. Um, all the prison stuff is great. Uh, my, my one complaint clearly whoever choreographed these football, this football stuff has never even heard of the game of football before because nothing makes sense. Um, Mm. like the physical stuff looks fine because there's a lot of football players that are in the cast, but (laughs) The like, 
choreography of like the way the game plays out and stuff makes no sense. Like they're gotcha. never on defense. Like they're down like 30 points at the end of the game with like six minutes to go. And they're just, they score and then they're on offense again. And then they score and then they're on offense again. I'm like, what's happening? Like this is not. Yeah, that's weird. We we need to show the defense like getting, giving them a three and out or getting an interception or something like something that this isn't the way football works. Like, <laughs> so that was, that was frustrating, but. But it, but it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was a okay. solid prison movie too. A good prison movie is a great thing, and uh, and th- this is a really good one. Um, the cast is great. Uh, uh, the best best guy that steals the show, the dad from Teen Wolf, fantastic. Really? <laughs> um, oh shoot, I just blanked on his name, man. Now I gotta find what his name is James Hampton. That's his. That's the actor's name. Okay. But uh, but you know, you know Teen Wolf, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's the dad from that, and he's he's great. Um, th- there's a bunch of like people you're like, oh, I've seen that guy in something, and I've seen that guy in something. So there, there's a lot of that guys in uh gotcha. in this, but but no, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Solid okay. Burt Reynolds movie. Um, the other Burt Reynolds movie I watched finally was Deliverance. Finally watched that movie. Oh yeah, I mean, he watched that, that for years, and uh, that was really good too. Really, really? good movie. Um, it's one of those movies where it's like almost a lot of it's almost over my head watching it, um, Mm -hmm. with all the, all the metaphors and stuff that this whole movie is about with man versus nature and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, obviously it's top tier Georgia movie. Um, unfortunately, (laughs) not the best advertising. No, no, uh, definitely (laughs) not a good light. As far as the Georgia movie goes, but, but I mean, it's top tier. It's probably the number one Georgia movie. Uh, so at least like shot in and set in, uh, Georgia, but, um, it's, uh, but, but it's really good. It's just really well crafted. Obviously it's just freaking all-star cast with John Voight, Burt Reynolds, Ned Beatty and Ronnie Cox. I mean, they're just absolutely killing it. Pretty much most of the characters are actual locals. So oh, nice. that's a, you know, it's a very real, it's all on location. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember where in Georgia it was filmed. It says it at hmm. the end of the movie. I think it's Rabin County, which I've never heard of. I've heard of Rayburn yeah, County, but I've never heard of yeah, Rabin County. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's North Georgia. Um, yeah, probably. So I think it's more mountain mountains it's not swamp well i mean they're on that river but i don't feel like it's south georgia i feel like it's it just seems like north georgia um i could be i could be way wrong i didn't look it up but uh but no it's just it's so well acted all the characters just embody their characters all the actors embody their characters are playing perfectly um it, it makes it's a great example of how movies are not made anymore where little things are a huge deal because in real life they are, but in movie Mm -hmm. life, they're not like when Burt Reynolds kills the guy who's raping, um, the other two in a normal movie. That is what it's it. It's over. He was, he was going to kill him. So he killed him first. But in this movie, they freak out. Like we, we killed a guy. Like this is a huge yeah, deal. A scumbag. Like yeah. we're we're out in the middle of nowhere. Like if if we get tried here, it's all their own people. Like it's oh, yeah. it's a big deal, and then the whole movie hinges on it from there on That's out. Cool. So it's yeah. like 
it's just refreshing seeing that where it's like yes this this is a big deal so i was it was really nice just seeing stuff like that and then that's pretty much the whole movie like hinges on that that like one moment so it's uh it's really good just top tier john voight top tier burt reynolds and obviously ronnie cox and, and ned Beatty are great as well but um I yeah. Check it out, yeah. Yeah, definitely worth watching. Definitely worth the praise that it gets. Um, the other two movies, not not quite as good as those two, but for different mm-hmm. reasons. One movie is a horrible movie, but I enjoyed watching it. I finally watched Mark Wahlberg's Mile Twenty Two, which is a movie oh, I was God, re- that's a terrible movie. Yeah. I was really looking forward to it when it was being made because I was like, "Wow, this sounds Peter interesting Berg. and stuff." Yeah, yeah, Peter Berg again. Look, this movie is dumb. It makes no it's sense. Awful. It's to- but the action is awesome. Like, it is. It is awesome. So it made up for it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie, stupid and all, because they kill the action stuff. You got the, the action you, got, good. you got what's his name from the raid, and they yeah. let him freaking shine. Like it is. That's aw- true. It is awesome. <clears throat> Unlike the Force Awakens. <laughs> right. So I don't care. Ever. Look, yeah. if I'm watching a if I'm watching a dumb action movie. It can be as dumb as it wants to be, but if they kill the action, that's fine. I don't expect much from something like this, so it can be as bad as I did. I expected more from Peter Berg. At first I did, but then once all the reviews, that's why I didn't end up seeing it in the theater. And so once I saw that, then I was like, oh, okay. But then it was on Netflix, and I was like, no, I'll I'll watch this. There's enough action people in it where I'm like, I'll I'll watch it. And I, I was right. I was right. The action made up for the stupidity, and as a dumb action movie... It 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 works at least for me it does because the action's good enough. So it's not even dumb fun. That's the problem. Yeah, but the action's good enough. The action is good. awesome. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Um, and then I I finally watched Spy Game, which I've been meaning to watch for forever. yeah another one off my list. Thank you. Oh, okay. I I don't care. We haven't been doing that for months. Yeah, um, <laughs> which we need to we need to go back to. But um, no. yeah, finally watched that. Robert Redford and Brad Pitt. And another Tony Scott movie, which I've been yep. trying to catch up with as well. And um, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, didn't enjoy movie. it as much as Unbreakable. Um, I enjoyed Unbreakable more, but you but I liked same. this. I liked this more than Deja Vu for sure. So oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is up there with Tony Scott movies. Um, I, Great ending. I like the ending a lot. I don't know where I'd rank it. I'd probably go. I haven't seen enough of them. I'd probably put, I'd probably go t- uh, Top Gun Unbreakable as one and two. Um, and this one might be three. It might, it might be, might be third, at least as far as the ones that I've seen. I didn't really like True Romance as much, but, um, but this, this was fun. Oh, un- oh Unstoppable. I was like, Unbreakable. I'm like, what no, are you talking no, about? No, Unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. You've um, been saying Unbreakable the whole time. Oh, like, did hey. I? No, 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 no. I meant Unstoppable. Yeah. Um, gotcha. no, yeah, no, uh, Chris Pine, not Bruce Wills. Um, and, uh, Anyway, but yeah, I, I like this movie because it was very different than it was just oh, it yeah. was very unique. It was a very unique movie. It felt much more like a spy movie because yeah, totally. It wasn't an action movie. It was it was a spy no. movie. The action the action was very much downplayed, um, which is fine. Way more than I expected, uh, which was which was interesting. Um, I thought I I wasn't a huge fan of the flashback storytelling. I'm not a big fan of that, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I it, it worked in yeah. in this situation, but I still, I I just don't get invested as much in, in a character when that. I'm watching flashback. I I just don't. Sure. Um, but uh, 
but you know, obviously Robert Redford's amazing. This is like oh, yeah. top tier Redford character. Just let's just have him play a complete asshole yeah. who's who's really good at whatever he does, so you tolerate it. Like that's just that's top tier Redford. And uh oh, yeah. Pitt Pitt is great. It's interesting seeing Pitt in this role at this time. Because oh, at yeah, this point, totally. Pitt is like established veteran. Yeah. But he's not playing that in this movie. Like he's going no, back to playing like young New guy. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of weird seeing that, it knowing is. that this was made in 2001. Like you so watch like, and you he, think you're like, oh yeah, this was made in like 96, you know, 95, 96. Know. But it's like, nope, this is, uh, this is 2001. Like, uh, what oceans 11 came out that same year, I think. Yeah. So but it's it, like, it only works. It only works because it's playing an opposite rubber. Sure. Oh uh, no, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still yeah, kind of weird where it's like, oh, it's the passing of the torch. But it's like, no, it's not Brad Pitt's already top star in Hollywood at this point and has yeah. been for years. So it's, it's just kind of odd seeing it at the t- that time period, but still kills it. Brad Pitt can still play yeah. that character. Great. And, uh, at this point, at this, this point anyway, and, um, no, it's, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it uh, and enjoyed it a lot. I, I did. It was definitely worth watching the, the it's worth watching alone just for Tony Scott's camera movements, which are just freaking yeah. phenomenal. Like that, that shot, when they're up on the roof of that building and there's like six different helicopter shots that it cuts to. Yeah, I know. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That was awesome. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know that's probably not. Good. I know that's not really what you're supposed to do in movies. You're not supposed to do things that make you be like, wow, what a shot. <laughs> you know, uh, kind of distracts you a little thing. bit, yeah. but I was, I thought it was awesome. So I didn't care. No, he, um, he was a master at that. I know. I know. I uh, that. Uh, that's the, most fun part about watching Tony Scott movies is it's just like, oh yeah, this is fun. Yeah, it's not so. like Michael Bay camera movement where you just like stop, put down the camera. It's yeah. like no, it actually serves a story or whatever. I'm just, all I'm sitting it. there is thinking, I'm like, how long did they shoot this scene for? It's like they must shot yeah. the scene for like a month to yeah, get. They don't do that anymore. They literally cut between about six helicopter shots in that one scene, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how long did this take? But no, it was it was very enjoyable. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, good movie. Yep. So those are uh, those are the movies that uh, that I watched: Deliverance, Longest Yard, Mile Twenty Two, and Spy Game. Nice. All right. Now, again, we can't. We we need to just turn this into two hour format podcast. Like, good lord. <laughs> um. Anyway, now it's finally time to get into the actual episode. Fifty minutes into the podcast, so. We're talking about Batman 1966. We got two episodes, The Devil's Fingers, and then part two, The Dead Ringers. We got Liberace as the bad guy. Um, Ian, bad what guys. what is your... Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bad guys. So, Ian, what is your overall thoughts with uh, these episodes? I, I, It's like you said. I don't know what, what how to make heads and tails out of this. I think yeah. I hate these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure because one i'm like i'm beyond confused about what happened i feel like the the plot and story changed like four times yeah um the funny part is i was initially terrified because i remember you had said like these episodes were were out there from what you remembered and uh, like it it starts and it's like oh batman and robin are on vacation yep and then uh uh gordon's like we're gonna have to solve this case ourselves yeah i want to talk i want to i want to i want to take a pause for a second and talk about this so ian it seems like i don't know what's going on with this season but like every few episodes we have a new moment that's um one of my that becomes my favorite moment in the entire show 
Um, and 90% of the time it involves Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara and usually at the beginning of an episode. And this is no different. Um, (laughs) I had to pause this twice, um, from laughing. So the beginning of this episode, when the, uh, the weird Loch Ness lasses or whatever the hell they are, the weird Scottish people that come in and, um, they, they rob Wayne Manor with magic bagpipes bagpipes yeah <laughs> excuse me which is which is great um so the commissioner and chief show up after the robbery stop sneezing sorry and um, <laughs> one um do you remember the commissioner and chief showing up to any crime scene ever like immediately no no no, no, no. but only to a millionaire then they just come sure. running um so <laughs> then you know they they're like oh well we got to call batman and you see alfred like sneak sneak out to go answer the phone which is great yeah, it's a good thing it's not a loud phone <laughs> it is it is and so they they call they they get connected from uh i don't know how but somehow they they get connected to the the emergency bad phone and uh alfred picks up is like oh they're they're out you know they're away they're taking a very rare vacation and commissioner and chief are horrified with the oh, fact yeah. that batman and robin are away the moment we've dreaded for years has arrived. So this has never happened before. So Batman has literally been here every day for years and they realize they have to solve a crime on their own and they're so scared that they're in near tears. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. It was so funny and it was wonderful. It was. Uh, it, It is the first moment where I'm like, that that was that was I mean uh, th- there's been several moments that made me laugh a lot this season oh, for yeah. sure, but like this this ri- really rivaled Chief O'Hara uh, doubting Batman's loyalty back from uh, the minstrel episode like this this was on that level because they oh my gosh Neil Hamilton and uh, Stafford Rep just they go to the nth degree. And it is just glorious. Like they're literally, their eyes are filling with tears. Like it is so funny. It is so funny how horrified and scared they are that they're on their own. They're the police. It's <laughs> it's so funny, Ian. It was wonderful. Well, as I was saying, the, the thing that terrified me though is after the the comedy wore off, like reality set in where I was terrified. I was like, oh god, no. Are we going to have two episodes without Batman and Robin? And at first it started that way. And I was just, as I kept going, I was like, no, please don't, please don't. And then the moment freaking like a Liberace is playing his concert and it cuts to Bruce. I was like, thank God. (laughs) No, no, you knew they weren't going to do that. They were never going to do that. I I figured they wouldn't because it's like, why would people even tune in? But, but uh, they, I mean, they tried for a little bit, but I was so relieved when they showed back up. But, didn't really help the episode overall because it just gets more and more ridiculous. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Well, I think it's weird how like everything. How is the Batcave abandoned? It looks like it's been abandoned for years. Yeah, it's like a tarp it's like, over the Batmobile. Yeah, it's, like, it's weird. It's it's that, that's with? weird. He's with it's the Millionaire like, Hunting Club or something. Yeah, just some random dude. Like, that's not Robin. <laughs> no, no, it's some random dude. Um. Poor Robin's just trying to get laid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to talk about that later. But I do like um, that part. Yeah, that was awesome. But uh, 
Yeah, so it's these episodes are so interesting because it's the first time we have anything different. Like, it really is it's the first time different. we've had a different episode. Like, uh, Batman and Robin aren't there at the beginning. Yeah, they're and really far And it's a villain they don't know already. Yeah. This is the first time. It's Every the- other episode, it's like, oh, and oh. Uh, it sounds like the Riddler. Or, oh, it sounds that like sounds- the Minstrel. Or, oh, Ma Parker's right, right. back. Like, Every episode, it's a, I mean, it might be a new villain to us or to the show, but it's an established villain in that yeah. world. Every single yeah. one. This is the first episode with a mystery. Yeah, that was cool, I guess. Yeah. So, so that was very interesting. Um, The, uh, you know, the, the twins aspect was interesting with Liberace oh, being both the uh, famous pianist and the weird 30s uh gangster villain at the same time um that was different but but yeah it was uh it was odd um the other my other favorite part with this episode everything was early um well that well it's not necessarily true but my one of my other favorite parts of this episode are okay so we already established that commissioner gordon and chief o'hara are absolutely horrified that (laughs) they're on their own so much so that when Shandell, which is Liberace's name, um, is still going to play his concert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they turn Gotham City Town Hall into a freaking police North state. Normandy. They turn it into like, North Korea. They have freaking yeah. sandbags and Turin. barbed wire and machine gun <laughs> turrets in the building. It's yeah, just, that was my favorite part. They're fingerprinting <laughs> everyone coming in. You got MPs everywhere. It's oh my gosh, man, that was it's, so funny. When it pans across that pillbox, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. my <laughs> gosh, I lost it. It was awesome. I, I was gonna say the same thing. That was my favorite part. Where it's just like it's like okay, we need to provide security for the concert. It's like a, all right, a couple of cops. It's like no, it really looks like freaking Saving Private Ryan. It does, barbed wire and <laughs> freaking. Grenade launchers. <laughs> <laughs> so over the top. It's so great, man. That's why this show is so confusing. Because this has such amazing moments. And then other parts just suck. So it's like, I don't know if it's good or not. Because just those, like, there, there's three moments, really, that, that make this whole thing. And um, it's, it's the... Uh, that that one scene earlier where Batman's not answering the phone and they realize they have to do it. It's this m- freaking North North Korea concentration camp, DMZ. and yeah. uh, and then it's the then it's the uh, the the cliffhanger. That's the other greatest part. Th- those three are top tier, like all time top tier of this show moments. But then most of the other stuff is is pretty is pretty not yeah. good. So. Yeah. It's so strange, but um, we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, so uh, at this point, we have not seen Bruce or Batman. So the concert's going on in the in the prison camp, and um, then we cut out of nowhere, or then we see the that other building explode that with the rigged piano or whatever, and then the uh, yeah. the the three girls go and rob it, but um. Uh, so then we cut to the woods where Bruce is there <laughs> on a millionaire camping trip and he's listening to the concert on the radio. Of course. And immediately is like, that wasn't the right chord for this piece. Yeah. Um, now, look, 
we've established that Batman is a god in this this show, even though he's also stupid at the same time. He but, can be, yeah. Um, I have a question though. Why wouldn't Shandell put the trigger to the bomb on a chord he was supposed to play? Why would he put it on a different one? I mean, if that's the only question you have from the episode, that's that's pretty. That's impressive. my question, Ian. What? What? Why? Because if that didn't happen, he would have been fine. Yeah, they never would have suspected him. No. Yeah. Because that I was the whole ask. thing. Because he played one wrong chord, Bruce has to call Dick. They both have to get back immediately from vacation because something's wrong. Because this piano player played one wrong chord. Yeah, they don't that even know about genius, the Ian. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, he's a genius. So he's also got a transmitter built into his fishing rod, which is phenomenal. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, <laughs> has to contact Dick, who's out on a date. Now, Ian, I wish dating <laughs> involved just sitting in a booth and just absolutely staring at each other the whole time. Right. Like, it oh, would be so easy. Um, and then Dick yeah, has a tra- social media any day. Yeah, I know. And then uh, Dick's got a transmitter in a book, which is yeah. not as good as the rod, but still pretty solid. Hey, he has to cover it up. Yeah, he's got to cut, and then he's got to spill his ice cream on uh, on the girl and get her good. out of there, which was nice. And uh, yeah, big time, big time, bros before hoes with with Dick Grayson. Big, big time. Uh, he's loyal. He is. He's he's loyal to the. He's loyal to the cause, no matter how painful it is. Yeah, because Batman totally cock blocked him bad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel bad for Dick. You're like, oh man, oh, yeah. he's doing so well. And uh, again, this is the one time he's taken off. It was like <laughs> that's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it is true. Poor boy Rick. Poor can't, Jacob, can't win, man. Can't win. But uh that was that was interesting. Um we have the weird Aunt Harriet moments where she's being seduced by Shandell. Now I'll give her credit. This is the first time now yes, it is. There's way too much of that. But I understand because you have Liberace, so you're gonna have him in there as much as possible. Like I get it. Oh sure. But it drags. Um they at least make Aunt Harriet a, a do something. For the first time ever, she actually contributes to something. In but I kind of rather she didn't. That's the sad part. <laughs> I don't mind Alfred having something to do, but Aunt Harriet, eh. like. Eh, that, that's I'm fair. That's you. fair. That's fair. Um, but well, the uh, irony of, of, of her and Liberace having this, this love story is. It is. is it is. Not the lost irony on anyone. Is, no, it's not. It's not lost on anybody. <laughs> it's but. Uh, so Batman and Robin are back and they're, they're trying to figure everything out. We have a weird scene where there's one of these, uh, like love scenes with Harriet and, uh, Shandell. And then she leaves. He, um, he lies down on a bed, hits himself over the head with a bottle. And then Batman and Robin show up. How did he know they were coming up there? Dude, I don't know. The whole plot was <laughs> There's Shandell. no reason for it. He just knows. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I better knock myself out now. You're like, yeah. how do you even know they were there? Yeah, like I kept I kept feeling like I was missing scenes. I'm like, did I skip something? Because yeah, I had no idea yeah. what this plot was. It was like, yeah, he just somehow always knew about well, Batman and Robin. Well, the plot is he's a crime genius who somehow plays the piano and during his concerts he he has those girls rob places and he has a brother an evil a bad brother who got him into crime somehow which is never explained and but all this started when he had to fake playing for the piano for the president because he hurt his hand so he had to use a player piano 
And that's the crux of everything, even though it's not like he's a fake piano player. He's actually a good one. But just this one time, he did something that's totally reasonable and would have never ruined anything. And <laughs> and but now his brother knows that. So he says he, he has to follow in crime or he'll tell people. And he, then he asks if he can buy him off. And he says, yes, for five million dollars. So now he's got to get five million dollars. And then his plan is to date Aunt Harriet and marry her and then kill Bruce and Dick so he can inherit so she'll be the, the money yeah, and then that's going to take too long so then Harry gets mad at him and knocks him out and takes his place and then is just going to so hold her for out. ransom and that's as, that's about as much as I know Ian I think that was pretty much it. That's actually pretty impressive. But man, do, yeah. do they do they just fly through it and yeah, they it, expect it, you to keep up with it? It, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, it, but it it does lead us to one of probably the greatest death trap of all time in this entire show. Um, it's definitely creative. Where you have Batman and Robin knocked out and they're put on a, a little conveyor belt tied up. And there's a uh, that uh, perforating machine that makes the holes for the player pianos, and they're gonna send them through that machine, and they're gonna get poked to death. <laughs> um, one, they could have just rolled off that conveyor belt. They were, as far as I know, they were not strapped down to it, Secure. so that that no. would have been very easy. But no, yeah. um, the the Batman has a much better idea. He he tells Robin. <laughs> That he must sing exactly as he does. Note for note, exactly. Um, they then both proceed to make completely random noises as they go through the thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, they come out fine, and Batman explains that he selected precise notes to override the microphone and perforate the edges around them yeah, like space instead it out, of yeah. through them. And that's how they escaped, which... Ian is by far probably the best escape from anything in this entire show's history. Would would it, would I be wrong? No, I'm, I'm I'm trying to rattle my brain, but I think it's still be up there. I absolutely love it. That is wonderful. <laughs> it's it's absolutely top tier, perfect for this show. I love it. I mean, it's creative. I absolutely love it. It's like uh, it's similar to the Catwoman one with the magnifying glasses, where it's like move. 15.5 degrees to your right, Robin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, on, it's <laughs> up on that level, and it's uh, it's wonderful. Of course, it makes the, no sense, because Robin does not copy Batman. They, they say completely random gibberish, and also, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know much about music, but I don't think they're singing higher or low enough for those things to move as far around them as they need to be. I feel like that would be much more yeah. drastic. Um, but that's wonderful. I'm sorry. That's that's fantastic. I absolutely love that. Well, well, there's a there's a little scene right after. I don't know if you. Uh, I, I'm sure you had to notice it, but it was a very weird scene. Whereas when when they escape and they go to confront Chantel or whatever, Chantel, whatever his name is, um, and they like they walk into his hideout where he's with the girls or whatever, and Batman still has like one of the sheets of paper, or like he accidentally steps on one of the sheets of paper. 
and it's stuck on his foot and he has to he has to like <laughs> shake it off and i was like yeah. was that just <laughs> you saw it too right i did i did was that just like that happened accidentally and they just kept it in or like because they, they they frame it like you see him do it and like he you see adam west like look down and like shake it off and I was like, was that just a, a flub or there's like a, a, no way that was done on purpose. There, there's I no way, but man, I'm like, you didn't want to, <laughs> you didn't want to reshoot that, but no, I mean, no, no, no. They funny. saw that and they were like, no, we're going to keep that in there. And it was the right yeah. call. Cause it's great. It's just it's so funny. Cause yeah, it's like, you have someone as serious as Adam West's Batman, you know, yep. especially when he is being Batman and here he is like, oh, get this damn thing off my foot. Like <laughs> I just, <laughs> that just cracked me up for no reason. <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was fantastic. Like that. <laughs> um, then we got to talk about the interrogation scene, which is another top oh, tier yes. scene with this uh, this one. show. That's great. So one, you have a subtle interrogation lamp, clearly labeled that they turn I on, love that. <laughs> which is wonderful. And you have you have a Harry, um, who's now being interrogated by Commissioner Gordon and Chief War. again. This doesn't seem like it's a job for the police commissioner and the police uh, no. chief. Like you would have sergeants who would who would do the interrogating or detectives. Yeah, that, that, that um, would not fly. No, and uh, so they're they're really giving it to him. And um, then then we get the lawyer, and we find <laughs> out very quickly that commissioner and chief are no match for criminal lawyers. Just no, no match. Just totally That's outdone. Slack. In every way, shape, or form. Like, they don't stand a chance. And uh, that's fantastic. Um, apparently, there's a little bit of uh, not, I guess I guess you could say social commentary with this scene, which oh. um, I realized when reading it. Because when, when the lawyer shows up, um, O'Hara is offering, like, he, he's going to just throw the lawyer out of the room. He's like, oh, I'll get, I'll get rid of this guy. And Gordon... Gordon tells him that in today's political climate, that could land them in jail. Now, hmm. this was only one year after Miranda v. Arizona came out. Basically, the Miranda rights. Thing, oh, okay. Yeah, where you yeah. couldn't inter the police couldn't interrogate you um, with, uh, uh, or you couldn't use. Hang, on, let me pull it up. You couldn't use police interrogations as evidence at a trial. Unless uh, they can show that the person was informed of their right to consult with an attorney before and during the questioning. Sure. Yeah. So that there's a little bit of that with this uh, this episode because that was actually oh. new at the time, which is interesting. Oh, no, I, I didn't even pick up on that. That's yeah, me cool. neither. I didn't notice that until I was reading about it. Um, so that's that. So that's kind of cool. Again, the show can be smart. It's they like, they do. Don't, don't they off. do put in social commentary. Uh, throughout They're the show and and and, and it's very subtle and yeah very pretty subtle. much all goes over your head nowadays that's how good it is like that's how subtle it is and how yeah, ingrained in the show like most of the, the i didn't notice i rarely notice any of them i usually hear about them from other people i mean such right. as like in the movie with uh some days you just can't get rid of a bomb which is the greatest line in the history of motion pictures but right, uh, just on its own. but it's also actually a commentary on the nuclear stuff going on at um yeah. at the time which i didn't know my uncle told me that so that's uh that's cool again there is some stuff like again this is a really well written show like it, it does not get enough credit for the quality that it actually is I'm totally like it, now now that's not saying all of it is 
no, is well no, written. As, as we have said. <laughs> there are some parts that are not, including in this episode. But uh, so Sometimes it's like they know how smart they can be, and they kind of use that as an excuse to kind of phone in some other parts. Yeah, there's definitely like the phoning in done in this show, for sure, um, as we've definitely noticed. Uh, trying to think of any other things with... Um... Oh, yeah, then we get the moment when they uh, have to... Rem- um, oh shoot, let me see what. So they do that with the lawyer. The guy gets out, um, and then they—that's what happens. He mentions that the actual crime boss is named is a guy named Fingers, and um, oh yeah, which of course is Shandell, but they don't know that at the time. And so then later, Batman is trying to think about what he means, and he has to oh, yeah. remember <laughs> the concert. That Shandell played for the president and used their superpower memory to remember note for note, bar for bar, the whole thing. And Robin realizes that it's actually the work of someone else, the way they play that piece, which I don't remember what the name of the musician was. Um, It's uh, Padruski, I think. Padruski. But apparently that was a perfect match of the way he plays so they realized that it must have been fake so he must be fingers again <laughs> batman's just detail. a genius man he's a genius because yeah. he, he he puts together pieces that literally aren't even there like it's yeah, it's, sure, a, a, it's a miracle that. um so that's great and so they realize that uh he he must be the bad guy so then um then, uh, then, oh yeah, then, then, this makes even less sense. So then, that's what happened. They realize he's the bad guy. So then they go to Shandell's place, they find Aunt Harriet there, and just leave. They're just like, no, 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 I got a plan. Yeah, they did. They did. It was so random. Cause Why? Up there and... He's there. But no, well, then they have to go, go fake their to... deaths for no reason. Yeah, and that comes out of nowhere. It like, comes out that of room nowhere. That we, they just <laughs> remember that room that we dead. built that we never talked about. <laughs> yeah, that that's clearly labeled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, how does how did that was the other thing? So, didn't Shandrell like uh, he planned on killing them, right? Yeah, but they did it. They faked it beforehand with an accident in a uh like a chemical a explosion exposing. in a dark room, which in a dark I don't room remember. Explosions being a risk in you know developing film. No, I don't even think you use chemicals. You just use water. I, I, I could be wrong. Maybe the sixties <laughs> was more dangerous. I know that film was guess. flammable, but I didn't think it exploded. No, but no. um, so that doesn't make any sense. And uh, yeah, no. uh, but then Harry, I guess Harry gets mad at Chandel for some reason, and so oh yeah, because. The girls think he's going to go straight afterwards, so they yeah. then knock him out with the bagpipes, and then the lawyer and Harry, or the lawyer, that's when the lawyer ter- tells Harry that it's going to take like 11 years 11 for years all, to get the, it all to be settled, yeah. so he's just going to kidnap her instead. So he just pretends to be Shandell. Harriet, for the first time ever, is smart and realizes it's not Shandell. She's been yeah, as dumb as a rock gun. until now. And then, yeah, and then pulls, goes with him and pulls a gun on him. <laughs> and, I mean, fails because they immediately use the bagpipe thing on her. But, like, she, right. she does something <laughs> for the first time. 
So good for she, her. No, this, this is definitely the most she's ever done. Yeah. Yeah. So, out of nowhere. So good for her. Um, I guess. Yeah. And uh, but then, but then Batman shows up and they fight and knock him out and rescue everybody. So, and then they rescue the lawyer and Shandell, who they didn't want to rescue. <laughs> they're like, oh well, don't well, for- we could just leave him here. And they're like, no, Batman or no, Robin, we. We're not the ones to uh, display or to determine Decide their fate. Ju- justice and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, suck it, Zack Snyder. Well, um, well, don't forget the other good part where, um, you know, because they kidnap uh, Aunt Harriet and um, Alfred, apparently, somehow. And then off screen, Batman and Robin just apparently saved them and then took their places in the, the weird treasure treasure chest or whatever and it's like oh, oh yeah I guess that all happened <laughs> i forgot about that i completely that a that, lot happened i completely forgot quick. about that um yeah you'd be forgiven yeah it's pretty good um so yeah they they rescue everybody and harriet for some reason gets a brave citizen medal even though she didn't really do anything um she tried to she, she tried did to try she did try for sure um and then they but they can't bring themselves to tell her that Shandell's in jail. So there's like, oh, oh no, yeah. he just left. It's like, what? What is this? <laughs> so they give her a letter. <laughs> I know. Yes, that was weird. And then Shandell's in jail performing with a striped piano, which is wonderful. That was great. Why not? <laughs> that was a great moment. Um, and uh, that's pretty. That's it. That's pretty much the episode. It's very weird, man. It is up and it down, is. and it plays with all of your emotions. And there are some of the best moments in the history of the show, mixed with just boring drivel, mixed with an incomprehensible plot, even for this show. And <laughs> and Liberace is like, I'll give. I mean, he's trying, man. Like he's trying. He's there. And I mean, you know, Liberace is no actor. He's you know Ew. a musician. But yeah, he's absolutely. trying, and he's giving his all, and they're, I don't know why you have a non-actor, and they're like, yeah, you're going to play three characters. Yeah, that's that's enough for anybody. You're going to play, God. you're going to play Shandell, you're going to play his evil twin brother, and you're going to play his brother pretending to be Shandell. Good luck. Like, <laughs> what, whose idea was that? Like I, that? I think it was literally, we got Liberace, we have to use him as much as possible. I, I, think, oh, so you want, I think you're want exactly right. We, well, you want him to be multiple characters. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. Like, I think you're I think yeah. you're exactly right. <laughs> um, and apparently, and from what I was reading, this is the this was the highest rated episode of this season. Really? So, yeah, which makes sense with a guest as big as Liberace. Oh that, yeah, you mean like TV ratings? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure, I mean TV yeah. ratings. Like it was, sure. it was the the most tuned into um, episode oh, of sure the whole av- season. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they advertised the hell out of it. So you know, so what? Say what you will. It worked. You know, it worked. Yeah, yeah. Well, it worked a lot better than the Archer. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> also you have. Li- I mean, Liberace is way bigger than Art Carney. So. No, of course. I mean, yeah. Liberace is probably the biggest guest star. Oh yeah. Probably in the Easily. whole show. So far, yeah. I'm probably on the whole show again. I oh, who was the one recently that we were saying that about? Egghead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last Even week's Vincent Liberace Price. Is. No, Liberace's way bigger than Vincent Price. Oh, so totally. um, so yeah, he's probably the biggest yes star on the whole show. So it makes sense why that would be the you know the highest rated episode. But yeah, I I don't know what to think about this episode because it has either. it has some of my favorite moments I've ever seen on this show. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, then the rest of it just drags and is boring and nonsensical. So it's yeah, it's really, really weird. I really don't know what to think about. It. I'm glad we don't do ratings because I would have no idea what to do with this Oh, God, episode. yeah, same here. <laughs> I would have no idea. I, I would say it's worth watching because oh, totally. the top moments are so good that it it carries the rest of it, at least for me. Like, I laughed so hard at least four times in this episode, like massively, which normally that that's a lot. Usually if a show, if an episode's really good, it'll get like, maybe, maybe like, you know, maybe two or three, like where I'm like laughing out loud moments. This had at least four. So, uh, like top tier moments where I was dying laughing. So, and like you said, it actually does do some like different, Form, yeah, like, it is the way they do the episode. So there is some. Like, There's a new mystery, stuff. you know. They do the villain differently. Um, you don't see the heroes for the first ten minutes. Yep, yep, yeah. The, so, so ultimately, I'd say this is a. I'd say these are good episodes overall. I think, I think, yeah. I think the good, and, uh, you know, the the them being different and stuff. I I'd say it it outweighs. If you're making a list of pros and cons, the pros are so high. That I think they they slightly outweigh the cons, and uh, I think I would I would rate these episodes as as good. Yeah, now yeah, they're, they're ambitious. I'll call them that. They're not going to be my favorite rewatchable ones. No, but but I would say good. It's worth it enough just to watch Commissioner Gordon and Chief Arrow cry over Batman not being there, <laughs> and watching a German concentration camp being. Yeah, <laughs> made for for a concert like that's worth it, right? Those are were and and them singing to get out of a perforating machine like those. That's worth watching. That's worth watching yeah. for sure. So yeah, yeah. I agree. it's uh bizarre for sure. De- definitely unique weird. and definitely uh definitely bizarre episodes. Um, so- when we're back in Batman sixty six in two weeks, finally we finally. Get some, I mean, we get all-time classics. His honor, the penguin, and dishonor the penguin. Penguin <laughs> runs for mayor. All-time classic. It, it's it's. I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait to watch these again. It's been too long, and I can't wait to revisit these. And I know you wanted to um to do these episodes during the election, but it works out because technically the election is still going on. So That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe we should, so yeah, yeah. And by the time we do that, it'll be around the runoff time, I think, for a lot, and for a, even more, even not just the presidential election, but a lot of the others. Uh, you know, there's still a lot of runoffs and stuff going on. So yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. It's at least still going on. It's at least still going on. But um, oh, it's not any anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, probably not. So I, I'm these are these are good, Ian. I'm really excited to to oh, to good. revisit to revisit these. Um. But next week, we're going to be back in Batman the Animated Series. And um, we had, yeah, I mean, look, they can't all be we winners. They, they no. can't all be winners. We we, we, we had Bullet for Bullock and Trial, you know, two top tier episodes. Um, we do not have any top tier episodes that we're going to cover next week. It is, um, mm-hmm. to be honest, it might be our worst group Stretch. of three episodes since we've been doing this show. Like, mm. usually there's at least, you know, one, one. good to yeah. great one per three. I mean, that's just how good the show is. Yeah. That is not the case for this week. We mm. have Avatar, 
very disappointing Rachel Ghoul episode after the Demon's Quest. Oh, yeah. We have House and Garden, a very weird Poison Ivy episode. Yeah, Poison Ivy. And we have the Terrible Trio, which is very unmemorable and i'm struggling to remember even any scenes that happen in it so yeah i just remember the terrible trio but i don't remember the episode yeah it's uh so un- mm. yeah that's a great way to sell next week's episode tune yeah, in as we too. watch the worst three grouping of uh batman animated series episodes so <laughs> we'll try we'll try we'll we'll get through we'll find some. we've watched worse batman stuff so oh god yes don't even <laughs> So, please so even, that'll even be the worst fine. of the i mean serious does not compare to some of the crap we watched no no definitely not um but anyway so that's gonna be next week those three uh those three episodes but um i'm uh i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to that and um i was thinking after we finish the animated series wouldn't you say the next step would you say the next step would be batman uh batman beyond or uh, Brave and the Bull. Probably Batman Beyond, just for um, like timeline. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but I also really don't want to watch Batman Beyond. Yeah, I don't know if I. <laughs> how many seasons were there? I think maybe like two. Like not not a not a ton. Maybe like sixty mm-hmm. some episodes. I think total. You know, um, and the, you know, maybe Brave and the Bold because the tone fits more with the sixty six Batman. So Brave and the Bold has better. three seasons. I think. Probably similar amount of episodes, probably 60, 70 something episodes. But uh, Brave and Bold is fun. Brave and the Bold is a fun Adam show. I, I, it is. It, yeah. it does fit with Adam West. So we'll figure it out. That has nothing to do with this yeah. show. I just was thinking about it the other day. We still have plenty more animated series oh, yeah, episodes to get to. But um, anyway, so that's going to be next week. Uh, make sure and follow us on Twitter at behind underscore gorilla. Oh, sorry. That's my other one. You can follow that yeah. one too. Follow Behind the Gorilla Wrestling Podcast at Behind underscore Gorilla on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, no, follow our podcast at Uncaped Review on Twitter. I post all the links to all the episodes and random other pop culture stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Burtberg. So do that as well. And um, yeah, any uh, final thoughts before we sign off, Ian? Now, uh, yeah, just please bring back movie theaters eventually. Please. Yes. Don't, don't let them die. Yes, I desperately a few of us still left. I love them. Desperately want movie theaters and movies back. Like, look, in I movie hate theaters. I hate people. I hate people in general, and I love movie theaters. <laughs> what did I tell you? Yeah, no, I I adore movie theaters and miss them desperately. So I would really like to see those back. All right, that does it for this episode, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Again, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah.